the International Soccer Preview. We are Soccer Files Canada. Welcome to our continuation of Series 19. This one looking at the players of the 2023 Asian Cup due to be played in January 2024. This episode is looking at the players of Iraq. Here we go. Hello and welcome to the International Soccer Preview by Soccer Files Canada. I'm Kevin and this is Series 19 on the players of the 2023 Asian Cup played in 2024. This episode covers Iraq's players. We're doing this uh, media cast in two parts. Part one is a look at the candidates for the squad and their likelihood of making it. Uh, we think we went into too much detail in previous player media casts we've done, so we're aiming for a lighter, more listener-friendly kind of narrative version uh, this time. Uh, part two will come out when the squad lists are released and the final squad selected. We think that that will be in late December or early January, and at that time we'll go back over the list that we create this time and see who made it and who didn't. And we'll also cover uh, some other things like injuries or surprise selections, uh, and we'll talk more about that at the end. Uh, we have made a separate video on what we'll be covering over the next nine months. YouTube watchers can see the link to that on the screen, and it can also be found in the show notes for both watchers and listeners. In short, we're focused on the Asian and African Cups, both of those taking place in early 2024. And we've also started coverage of World Cup 2026 qualifying. So this episode will have three sections. Section one, uh, we're going to give and discuss some general information on the team. In section two, uh, that's the main part. We look at the main candidates in each position and their likelihood of uh, uh, reaching the final squad. And then section three is just a short one where we give any closing thoughts and we preview part two in a bit more detail. Sadly, I don't have an Iraq shirt and I have to uh, make do with this. Uh, um, I'm just going on colors. That's all I have uh, here is the colors that are close to Iraq's uniform. And I'm sorry, uh, my uh, Iraqi friends, that is... Uh, just um, a, a, an old Germany shirt, uh, an away kit of Germany. I feel tremendous shame. Anyway, I'm working on my shirt collection, and uh, that's what we have. So let's begin with uh, section one. That is some uh, general information about the squad. And we're going to start with a couple of observations. So um, the first one is that they are, how can I say it, uh, inconsistently inconsistent. Uh, in their selection. And uh, what that means is that we'll have players who are kind of on the team for quite a long time and then off the team for quite a long time. And um, uh, that's kind of gone on for quite a while, I think, but uh, it impinges on uh, what we're going to talk about here uh, quite a bit. And, and uh, the, probably the biggest effect is that uh, it creates many candidates. So, um, we were trying to predict the likelihood of players for this Asian Cup squad. And specifically, there were a number of players who were called up fairly regularly, uh, say, uh, in 2022, um, and then suddenly were not called up for the last four to six games. And then they were replaced by new incoming players who played those uh, four to six games. So it left us in a bit of a quandary as to uh, which one would, would make the cup, kind of the the uh, longer-term player or the uh, new incoming players. It also created kind of two sets of players for us uh, to look at. So generally, uh, we categorize those who've been off the team for five games or more as possible but unlikely and uh, the new players as possible. But uh, it might be they were just trying to build their squad and some of those uh, uh, longer-term players will come back. We're not really sure uh, which way the manager will go. 
Uh, and the final point is we're not really sure which way the manager will go on the use of foreign-based players. So as we'll see shortly, uh, Iraq has a lot of players playing outside of Iraq and uh, many of them born outside of Iraq, uh, especially a large contingent, for, uh, contingent from Sweden. Uh, so these players seem to be on or off the team. And, uh, you know, sometimes countries favor uh, uh, players playing within the country rather than uh, kind of players, uh, uh, foreign players, if you will. Um, uh, so uh, if they make a decision en masse uh, to use these players or to not use these players, uh, it'll make a difference. Uh, the manager is uh, Spanish rather than Iraqi, so that, that may incline them. Um, more to use the players outside of uh, Iraq, but sometimes the FA steps in and makes a decision uh, on such matters to use uh, Iraqi-based players, for example. So um, uh, there's maybe a bit of an asterisk beside those players who were uh, playing or especially born outside of Iraq uh, as to whether they will be um, favored or disfavored. Okay, uh, let's move on to retirements. Actually, Iraq doesn't have a lot of them. There's really only one uh, fairly recent one to speak of, um, and that is Ahmed Ibrahim, or Ahmed Ibrahim Khalaf. And uh, he had been with the team since 2010 with 118 caps, and um, was part of the Asian Cup uh, way back in 2011, and everyone said, Excuse me, and uh, but he last played for the team in March of 2022, so he doesn't seem to be a consideration here. They did have a couple of players retire uh, after the uh, Asian Cup in 2019, but they did retire fairly shortly after. Uh, so that was four years ago. Now they've been off the team for uh, quite a while. So one of them is uh, Ahmed uh, Yassin. Ahmed Yassim was with the team from 2012 to 2019 with 64 caps. And uh, he was a starter in the 2019 Asian Cup. And then uh, Mohamed Kassid or Mohamed Kassid Al-Jaberi. Uh, he was on the team from, oh, actually, I'm sorry, he retired. Uh, uh, no, he was on the team. He was the captain of the team in the 2019 Asian Cup, uh, but he didn't uh, see any action there. Uh, he's a goalkeeper, so he wasn't the starting goalkeeper. And uh, he last appeared for the team in that Asian Cup, so um, hasn't been uh, with the team since then. Okay, let's take a look at club affiliations. And uh, about half of the uh, players uh, play domestically in Iraq, uh, a smaller number than I would have thought, actually. And uh, they come from um, uh, what seem to be the three main teams uh, in, in Iraq, or at least the teams the players are coming from. Uh, Al-Shorta, uh, Al-Kua Al-Jiwaya, uh, sorry, I... I I missed, messed that up. It's Al-Kua Al-Jawiya. Uh, I believe that's uh, called by the locals as Al-Jawiya. And finally, Al-Zora, um, the three most represented clubs on the national team. Uh, when we look outside the country, they have a lot of players uh, playing outside the country. So as I said, uh, eight players are with uh, Swedish clubs many of them born in Sweden. Uh, a few play in Iran, and some of them play with Gulf Nations uh, uh, teams, like in Saudi Arabia or Kuwait. Uh, there's a couple in Thailand, and then a really a wide variety in various European countries, although usually for smaller clubs. So we have uh, Denmark, Norway, Netherlands. It seems like uh, kind of Northern uh, Europe is represented a bit more. But there are also players in England, Germany, uh, France, and Portugal. So just to give a, a kind of a taste, um, uh, Helsingborg in Sweden, I believe two players play uh, for that. So not a huge club, but uh, one of Sweden's bigger clubs. There's a player uh, born in England, and he plays for Queen's Park Rangers. Uh, that would be the biggest club in England. And... Um, well, we could make a long list here, but I'll make it short. There's uh, one player also playing in the USA uh, for DC United, 
uh, in the USA. So uh, we won't spend too much time on that. But uh, I would say like um, about a third of their players are with small European uh, clubs like uh, this. Uh, just the one in USA, which is why I'm, I'm focusing on Europe. Okay, let's take a look at the recent games. Uh, and we, we're really not focused on the results here. We're more interested actually uh, in the lineups, which we'll get to soon. But when we look at the players uh, and decide on their likelihood of reaching the squad, we look at their participation over the past two years. Um, and so we'll just take a look at those games over the past two years. Uh, it begins with World Cup 2022 qualifiers which finished uh, up uh, from January to March 2022. So those were the last uh, four games. Uh, Iraq played Iran, Lebanon, UAE, and Syria. Uh, actually, they had had a couple of friendlies before, but we'll kind of add them to this group. They had one friendly in January 2022 against Uganda and one in March uh, against Zambia. Uh, most teams played friendlies in June uh, of 2022 and in October, but uh, Iraq didn't. However, they did play a couple of games in September, uh, sorry, in September of 2022. Um, and that was Oman and Syria. Uh, they also played a couple of games in November of 2022. That was uh, Mexico and Ecuador. And um, they had a game in December 2022 with Kuwait. Uh, next, in uh, the beginning of 2023, came the Gulf Cup of Nations, uh, which Iraq actually hosted. Uh, and so they had five games there because they reached the final. Uh, and it was with Oman, Saudi Arabia, Yemen, Qatar, and then Oman again. Uh, so five games in January. And uh, by the way, they did, uh, I think there were a couple of players who, who kind of skipped the tournament, but for the most part, uh, they, sent, uh, they sent their best players. So uh, that Gulf Cup of Nations seems to be taken fairly seriously by the, uh, um, by the countries in that region. We move on now to friendlies after the Gulf Cup. So one in March 2023 against Russia, one in June against Colombia, uh, a, a mini tournament in September 2023 uh, in Thailand. Uh, it's called the Kirin Cup, but basically they're, they're equivalent to friendly games. Uh, those two games were against India and Thailand. And then two games in October 2023. Oops. Uh, October 2023 with um, Jordan and, uh, sorry, with Qatar and Jordan. So there we have it. Uh, that's their, I believe, 21 games over the course of the last two years. And uh, in terms of formation, actually, they, they were pretty steady with a 4-2-1-3. Uh, a 4-2-1-3 formation. And when they did deviate from it, it was usually for like one, maybe two games. And then they came back to the 4-2-1-3. So that's predominant, I would say, in about uh, a third to, uh, uh, sorry, uh, in about uh, a 70, I'll say 70% 70 of the games or so. Uh, the other formations they did toy with were a 3-4-2-1. So we actually do sometimes see a three at the back, both in that formation and in a 5-4-1 formation, uh, which they usually used when they were playing um, uh, strong teams like uh, they used it against uh, Mexico and I think they used it against Iran um, anyway I can't find it here but uh, uh, no they didn't they used a 4-2-3-1 against Iran um, okay so let's look at the pattern there so uh, basically uh, they tend to go with four at the back although in the in the other two formations it's a three-man back line um, so we do see that sometimes. Uh, in the midfield, the, the central and defensive midfielder slot is always two players. So whether it's uh, any one of those formations, it'll be two players. Uh, um, 
the uh, 4-2-3-1 doesn't have left and right midfielders, but it has left and right attacking midfielders. Uh, but in the other formations, the the, the other two, uh, those attacking midfielders become left and right wingers. And then up top, uh, usually one forward, but sometimes two. Okay, so I think as we go through this uh, media cast, uh, the best one to keep in mind is a 4 2 uh, 3-1. Okay, and finally we look at upcoming games and it is World Cup 2026 qualifiers. Our coverage actually began with the October games. That was a preliminary round amongst the weaker teams in the Asian region. Uh, that was our kind of first look at the uh, uh, kind of the lesser known teams and I was happy to do that because those teams tend to get ignored. Uh, anyway, uh, Iraq received a bye in that round, and so their World Cup qualification campaign begins here in November. Uh, we're doing this at the end of uh, October here, so in about two weeks they'll play their first game. So the first one is against Indonesia, and that is at home, and uh, that's on November 16th. And the second one is Vietnam away, and that is um, on November 24th. First, yes, November 21st, and we expect that they'll be uh, putting out their best team for that. So some of the questions uh, we have during this podcast, uh, we may get some answers in their selection uh, there. This is a kind of an interesting pairing of games, Indonesia and Vietnam, because both of them are in their same group in the Asian Cup. So it's a real preview uh, of the Asian Cup uh, group here. Uh, all three of these teams, Iraq, Indonesia, and Vietnam, in the same group. Uh, there are also friendlies that they usually schedule in the lead-up to the tournament, and I think uh, we will see some games scheduled there, but none have been scheduled as of this point uh, in late October uh, here. So um, that brings us to the end of that section, and we move on to look at the uh, players of Iraq, and let's start by looking at the uh, manager during the last Asian Cup. Uh, that was uh, Shreko Katanec. And he is a Slovakian, uh, sorry, Slovenian uh, manager. He was actually manager for the Slovenian uh, national team a couple of times. Uh, manager of Iraq uh, during the Asian Cup, actually from 2018 to 2021. So he lasted for a couple of years after the Asian Cup and then uh, was replaced. Uh, and now, by the way, uh, he is managing the Uzbekistan national team who will also appear at the Cup. Uh, meanwhile, after he left, they had a string of four managers uh, between um, his leaving in 2021 and uh, the new manager coming on in November 2022. So, um, uh, four managers, two of them foreign and two of them Iraqi, until they finally arrived at their current manager, uh, Jesus Casas. Uh, and I personally am a bit surprised uh, um, at his lack of experience. Um, he became manager in November of 2022. He was uh, with the Spain national team as an assistant manager from 2018 to 2022, so that's uh, something. For a short time, he was with Watford in England. Uh, but before that, it was very small teams uh, in Spain um, from about 2003 to uh, about 2018. So... Um, uh, I mean, he's been uh, around, he has experience, but not a lot of kind of big uh, team experience there. Uh, Jesus Casas, nevertheless, uh, the manager for the team. And on that note, I'll just point out that when you see a name in grey, it means they haven't been through a tournament. And um, when you see a name in uh, black, in black script, uh, it means they have been through a tournament. Okay, let's begin looking at the squad then with the uh, goalkeepers. And we'll we'll go through the names first. Um, and then we will talk about them in a bit more detail. Uh, we begin with a possible candidate in Jalal Hassan. Um, he's actually the captain of the team. Uh, we also have two more possible candidates. Uh, Fahad Talib and uh, Ahmed Basile. And actually, there's not a lot of candidates here. There's only one other 
and I'm not even going to put his name on the list. Uh, it's Mohamed Hamid, who was a backup keeper in the 2019 Asian Cup, but he hasn't appeared for the team since uh, March of 2022. So really, it's just these three candidates, um, unless they bring someone else in. Uh, so it looks like all of them will make the squad. Let's take a look at them. Uh, Jalal Hassan is the captain of the team, as I said, and a real veteran since 2011 with Iraq. And he has 77 caps. And um, he was a starter in the 2015 and 2019 Asian Cups. And uh, over the past two years, he started 13 of their 21 games and was on the bench Um on the bench for three games and not selected for five others. Uh, that was the first four matches, so it doesn't matter. But of slight concern is that he uh, missed the last match and actually uh, was not uh, selected as a starter for the two games before that. So uh, a bit of trouble there in the last three matches, which um, we'll talk about soon. Uh, the next candidate, also likely, is Fahad Talib. And uh, he has been with the team since 2017 with 19 caps. However, he was not selected for the uh, Asian Cup um, in 2019. Uh, in the last two years, he started four of their games and he was on the bench for 10 of them, uh, injured for three and not selected for four. So um, he actually started one of those games at the end. He started the third last game. Uh, but we'll talk about whether we think he's a second or third string keeper soon. Let's take a look at the next candidate uh, first. And uh, Ahmed Basel, uh, Ahmed Basile, and also uh, no uh, tournament experience. He's been with the team just since 2022 and has uh, four caps. And um, he uh, got his first appearance on the bench uh, back in March of 2021, but he was off the team for more than a year um, when he returned in January 2023. But he started three games, including the last two um, of their remaining 11 games, and he was on the bench for the eight others. So uh, it looks like he has a strong position in the team. And we're going to talk uh, whether he has taken over the second string keeper. So uh, those are the three candidates. I'm really... And uh, no one else on the agenda. There is a chance that they they could bring someone else in, but it's a fairly late stage to do that. Um, so I'm kind of thinking these will be the three at the cup. Let's uh, finish with a summary and a bit of a narrative on the position. So uh, Hassan seems to be the starting keeper. Uh, definitely looked like he would be until the last three games. And now that's come under a bit of doubt. Uh, being on the bench for two of them and then not selected for the last one. Uh, Talib, at, uh, in 2022, at least, seemed to be the st uh, second string keeper, but that's also under a little bit of doubt, too. Uh, as we said, he started the third last game there, um, but Basile started the the last two games uh, there in October. So it's hard to say what the pecking order is, but as mentioned, all three uh, seem likely to come to the cup. Let's move on to defenders, and we begin with central defenders. And uh, we have a likely candidate in Franz Putros, and also uh, Rebin Suluka, uh, Rebin Sulaka, I'm sorry. Uh, those are likely candidates. And then one more likely candidate um, in uh, Ali Adnan, um, who we'll talk to. He's actually coded as a left back, but recently he's been playing as a center back, so we moved him to here. Uh, we also have many, uh, or sorry, several uh, possible candidates here. So we have uh, Manaf Yunus, uh, Mustafa Nadhim, and uh, Maisie's RTN. And then we have uh, some uh, possible but unlikely candidates, the kind I talked about at the beginning, who uh, were on the team and, and now are off the team. So I am going to put them on the list because they may make it back. Uh, Saad Natik, Ali Faiz, and Zaid Tassin. Um, all possible but unlikely. And then we have uh, 
the veteran uh, who's off the team, Ahmed Ibrahim Khalaf. Um, but I will put his name down because he does kind of figure in the narrative. So, uh, sorry, uh, seemingly off the team, uh, Ahmed Ibrahim Khalaf. So a lot of candidates to look at here. So we'll try to go quickly. We have Franz Putros. Uh, who's been with the team since 2018. He was born in Denmark and has 14 caps for the national team. And uh, having played in Denmark from uh, 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 before 2022 uh, for several teams, he is now in uh, Thailand with uh, Port FC in Thailand, uh, a recent move there. And he was a starter in the Asian Cup in 2019 uh, but then he was off the team for a while and he returned after a 17-month absence in june of 2023 to start all five of their remaining games so he's uh, kind of an example of the um uh, uh of the uh thing we talked about at the beginning with new players coming in and playing in recent games so uh we put him as a likely candidate here i'm actually thinking we should have put him as a possible candidate, but we'll stick with what we got. Uh, Rebin Saluka has been with uh, Iraq since 2015 with 32 caps, and he plays uh, in Sweden. Uh, wasn't born there, but plays there. He was part of the Asian Cup in 2019, and also uh, returned after a 21-month absence in September 2023 to start three of their remaining four games um so again i think we should have put him as as possible because they may go back to players uh who were before him uh let's uh, continue though uh finally we have um ali adnan uh, who's uh, kind of a famous player for Iraq. He's been on the scene since 2012 with 88 caps and five goals. I thought he was older than 30, but he is just 30 years old. And uh, he's playing for a team in Iran. And he's really been all over the place. Uh, Ruben Kazan in Russia, Vancouver Whitecaps in Canada, Udinese in Italy. Um, and uh, I could go on. Uh, in terms of tournaments, he was part of the 2015 and the 2019 uh, tournaments. Uh, but he also, uh, like the other two here, was off the team. And he returned after a 16-month absence in March 2023 and started three of their remaining five games. Um, he was subbed in for one and on the bench for one. So uh, also making a late return. But I have to say, I think he's probably uh, a bit more likely than the other two, given his uh, uh, given his history. But it is a bit weird that he's playing as a left defender because he's uh, sorry as a central uh, defender because he's coded as a left back and secondarily as a left midfielder. Anyway, Ali Adnan playing as a central defender. Uh, okay, let's look at the possible candidates. We have uh, Manaf Yunus. Uh, he's been with the team since 2021 and has 15 caps. Uh, but all of his starts were in 2022, and uh, he's kind of drifting towards the bench here. He was even off the team for the two games in September. So even though he started 11 of their 21 games uh, and was um, uh, on the bench for 10 and subbed in for four, so regularly used... Only two matches that he wasn't selected for. Uh, we think he's kind of uh, drifting off the team uh, a little bit, or at least drifting towards the bench. That's Manaf Yunus um, there. Uh, okay, Mustafa Nadim, uh, also a possible candidate. He's been with the team since 2013 and has 43 caps. Uh, hasn't taken part in any tournaments. And he also returned after an absence. Uh, in January 2023, he was off the team for about a year before that. And he started six of their remaining 11 games and was subbed in for the next one. So he looked like he was making uh, good inroads into the team. But then suddenly he was not selected uh, for the last four matches. So uh, whether that means he's off the team uh, remains to be seen. Uh, and our final possible candidate is uh, Maisie's RTM. So he got his first appearance 
uh, for Iraq on the bench in September 2023, and then he started one of their remaining four games, um, and he was on the bench for one other. So uh, appearances in three of the last four games, uh, Maisie's RTN, so we have him as a possible candidate. Uh, Saad Natik is uh, one of those players who um, uh, has has kind of seems to be off the team now. He started two of their 21 games over the past two years, um, but he was not selected uh, for the last four matches. Saad Natik, so uh, he was actually a member of the squad in the 2019 Asian Cup. He was on the bench. Uh, but saw no action. So he seems to be a substitute, uh, even if he is selected, but not selected for the uh, um, last four matches, Saad Natik. And that's going to be the case with a lot of these possible but unlikely candidates. Ali Fayez had a string of starts to June 2023, and then he was not selected for two, and then injured for the last two. So uh, again, kind of absent for the last... Uh, uh, four games there. And finally, Zai Tassin, he was selected um, uh, for nine games over the past two years, but uh, not selected for the last six games. So all three of these players, uh, you know, uh, did get some good game time or field time uh, for the national team, but not uh, since uh, June or September. So a bit confusing as to who they're going to bring uh, here, we kind of favored the recent players over the uh, the longer-term players who haven't shown up recently, but uh, we're really not sure which way the manager will go. Let's move on to uh, left-backs. And um, we begin with uh, just naming the candidate. So we have Murchus Dosky as a possible candidate. I kind of think he should be a little higher than that, but we'll look at it. We have uh, Durgam Ismail, also possible, and Ahmed Yaya, uh, also possible. And then uh, two possible but unlikely candidates. I'm going to add uh, Hassan Raid to the list um, because he does kind of feature over the last two years. And... Uh, we also have Hamza Adnan, but I'm not going to put him on the list because he uh, appeared only in one of the last 11 games in March 2023, and uh, I believe that was as a substitute. Uh, no, it wasn't. He was a starter, but just one game uh, there and not selected for a long time. So let's look at the candidates in a bit more detail. Uh, Murchus Dosky uh, was with Iraq since 2022 with seven caps. He plays for Slovakko in the Czech Republic and he got his first cap in September of 2022 and started six of their remaining 15 games. Uh, he was subbed in for uh, one um, but not selected for eight others. But uh, five of those games were in the Arab Cup, so he, he wasn't selected for that Arab Cup squad. So uh, if we ignore that, he's been selected fairly regularly and has started six games. Next, we have... Um, uh, and by the way, that's four of the last five games for Murchastowski, which is why I'm tempted to put him up uh, to likely... Uh, in fact, I'm going to do it. Uh, okay. Next, we have Durgam Ismail. And uh, he's been with the team since 2013. He's a veteran with uh, 70 caps and four goals. And he was a starter in the 2015 Asian Cup, but not, uh, not selected for the 2019 Asian Cup. In the past two years, he started seven of their 21 games, and he was subbed in for one, uh, but not selected for 13 others, including the last six matches. So uh, almost uh, unlikely, uh, I would say. But again, we're not sure uh, what's going to become of those players who were, who were regular on the squad until the last uh, six or so games. Uh, third possible candidate is Ahmed Yaya. And he got his first cap in June 2023 and started two of the remaining five games and was on the bench for the other three. 
So um, he's new since June, and he's been called up every time. Uh, we think he's probably more of a substitute than a starter, but Ahmed Yaya, a possible candidate. And uh, we'll take a quick look at Hassan Reed. Um, basically, he was active at the beginning of the period, uh, but not selected um, uh, not selected recently uh, for any of the last five matches. So uh, Hassan Reed uh, kind of in that category of players. Uh, so let's uh, talk about the position then with our little narrative summary. Uh, so, and in terms of the position itself, uh, sometimes the left back becomes a left winger uh, when it's a three-man back line. So we saw they sometimes use a three-man back line and the left back may push up to left wingers. So in 2022, it was mostly uh, Durgam, uh, sorry, it was mostly Durgam Ismail and uh, Hassan Reed. Or I should say Riyad, uh, it's probably how you pronounce his name. Uh, Ismail in the Gulf Cup and uh, right winger Gassam, who we'll meet soon, came across uh, to play the position once. Recently it's been Dosky, uh, but when it's a three-man defense, it seems, uh, it seems like another player is used, uh, Yaya or... Uh, yeah, it is one of the left-backs who push up. Yaya or Riyad. Uh, have done that over the last eight games or so. Okay, so uh, I would say there it looks like uh, Merger Stolsky uh, is the starter. Let's move on to the right-back position. And we have um, three possible candidates here. Um, the first one is Hussein Ali. And then we have the player I just mentioned, Ale Gatham. And uh, we have... Mustafa Sadun. And here too, we also have a possible but unlikely candidate. Um, but I won't put him on the list. It's Hussein Amar. And he was in for the Arab Cup and for one game after that, uh, but then not selected for the last five games. So uh, we think he was a player who was basically just used uh, for the Arab Cup. Uh, actually, because that was in 2023, I think I will put... Hussein Amar on the list, but we won't go into any more detail on him. Uh, unless he's named to the final squad, then maybe we'll come back and add some details. Uh, let's go over the three possible candidates we have here, beginning with Hussein Ali. So uh, he's been with the team since 2023 and has two caps. He's just 21 years old and he plays for here and Veen in the Netherlands. He was one of the players born in Sweden. So he got his first cap, uh, Hussein Ali, in September of 2023 and started two of their remaining four games. Uh, but he was injured for one and not selected for the last match. So Hussein Ali, a possible candidate. Uh, next we have Ali Gassem, who's been with the team since 2022 and he has eight caps. Uh, he's even younger than uh, Hussein Ali, just... 20 years old, and he was also born in Sweden, and he plays for Göteborg, uh, uh, Göteborg in Sweden. I, I think that's a club of equal stature as Helsingborg, so I should have maybe mentioned it at the beginning. Uh, anyway, Alegatam got his first cap uh, a year earlier than uh, Hussein Ali in September of 2022, and he started six of the remaining 15 games there, as well as subbing in for two. Uh, but he was not selected for the last six matches. So Ali Gatham, uh, again, makes me want to maybe put him down to unlikely uh, because uh, hasn't been there since... Um, uh, the, over the last six games. Uh, brand new to the squad is our third candidate uh, at the possible level, Mustafa Sadun. So he got his first cap in October uh, just recently and started one of the two remaining games and was on the bench for the other. So uh, Mustafa Sadun, uh, a new entry. We have to put him at the possible level because of that recent participation. So uh, difficult to say what's happening. We'll, we will do a summary uh, of the position here. So uh, right back is a very undecided position, uh, which may be why they brought in uh, the new player. They're looking for 
looking for the uh, player who's going to consistently play it. Uh, as on the left, sometimes the position does become a right wing position when it's a three-man back line. However, on the right side here, when it is a right uh, wing position, um, uh, it'll be a right winger usually uh, playing it, especially uh, uh, Bayash, who, who we'll meet time and time again throughout this pro uh, podcast. In fact, Bayash uh, uh, sometimes has played at right back as well. Anyway, uh, Alain Gesson was making inroads into the position in 2022 and during the Gulf Cup, but then after that he dropped off. And uh, two new players were tried out in the fall of 2022. Uh, that would be um, Hussein Ali and Mustafa Sadun. But uh, in the end, in the last game, they went back to uh, Bayash for the last game. So we're going to meet Bayash right away here. Ibrahim Bayash, he's really kind of all over the field, uh, including right back. So uh, I think they will probably want to use Bayash further upfield. Uh, and so we'll want one of these players uh, as the main right back. Okay, uh, and we're moving now on to midfielders, and we'll begin with uh, the versatile midfielder. Uh, hard to pin down to a position, although nominally he is a uh, right winger, and that is our definite candidate, Ibrahim Bayas. And uh, Ibrahim Bayash is just 23 years old, but has really stamped his mark on the uh, Iraq team uh, since 2008. So he started when he was 18 and now has 45 caps and six goals. So uh, yes, uh, not part of the Asian Cup squad uh, in 2019, but uh, he has since, uh, or over the past two years, started 17 of their 21 games uh, subbed in for one and not selected for uh, three matches, but they were the first three matches in the period. So uh, he is always selected. Uh, it looks like that my sources have a tough time uh, pinning down his position because I've seen him called uh, a right midfielder and an attacking midfielder. But we're going to see him all over the place as we go through uh, the lines here. Uh, so keep your ear out for Ibrahim Bayash. Anyway, a definite candidate uh, to make the squad, although um, hard to pin down what position he'll be. Let's look at defensive midfielders. And uh, just a couple of candidates here, actually, uh, to look at. Amjad Atwan, he's kind of all over the field, uh, too. Not as much as Bayash, though. And Amjad Atwan is a definite candidate. Uh, and then we have three um, uh, candidates at the possible but unlikely level. Uh, but I think I'm only going to put one of them on the list here, Rewan Amin. And then uh, a couple of other candidates who appear so rarely that I'll just mention their name. Uh, one is Karar Nabil, and the other is Alexander uh, Eoraha. Eoraha. Uh, Alexander Araha is uh, uh, the player who plays for Queen's Park Rangers in England, actually, and he was born in England, uh, but really hasn't made his way onto the Iraqi squad. He's only 20 years old, though. And uh, we do have a, a player uh, who seems to be off the squad. No, I don't think I'll mention him. Uh, okay, let's go back then. We really only have Amjad Atwan to look at here. And uh, he is 26 years old. Uh, he's been with the team since 2016, though. And um, he has 77 caps. So uh, he's become a real fixture in the team. He was part of the Asian Cup squad in 2019. Uh, he was a sub at first, but uh, got a starting position for games three and four. And uh, he uh, sometimes plays as an attacking midfielder, but he is coded as a defensive midfielder. And that shows, uh, kind of shows that there's no big distinction between a defensive and a central midfielder. So think of him as a central midfielder. And in fact, we're going to cover the central midfielders before we uh, kind of summarize this position. And uh, players coded as central midfielders, we have a definite candidate in 
uh, Amil, uh, Amir al-Amari and a, a likely candidate in Osama Rashid. And then two possible candidates, uh, Zidane Iqbal and Ahmed Ali. And uh, a, a player who uh, has not been selected for the last five games, but otherwise started six of their 21 games over the past two years, was Mohammed Ali Aboud. And um, also not selected for the last six games, uh, Mohamal Abdul Rida. Uh, but again, he uh, um, hadn't started any of their games, but was on the bench for a few and subbed in for a couple uh, prior to missing the last six games. So uh, we're kind of guessing they're off the squad. Uh, oops, but uh, not to the point that they can't be recalled. So we'll call them unlikely. But let's go back and look at the main candidates, beginning with uh, Amir Al-Amari. Uh, he has been with the team since 2021. And he has uh, 21 caps, and he plays uh, for Halmstad in Sweden. Um, he also uh, was born in Sweden. And uh, he started 12 of their 21 games over the past two years, was subbed in for three and on the bench for two. And he wasn't selected uh, for five others. However, all of those were at the beginning of 2022, so he's been consistently called up. Uh, 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 for most of the past two years, Amir Alamari. Uh, the next is a likely candidate, Osama Rashid. He uh, has been with the team since 2011, uh, but actually only has 25 caps. Um, and he plays for uh, Vizela in Portugal, a small team in Portugal there. Uh, Os Osama Rashid was part of the squad in 2015 and in 2019. Uh, in 2019, he was a starter in Game 1, but lost his starting position. Um, over the past two years, he had actually been off the team for three and a half years, so not long after the Asian Cup there. Uh, but he did return in March 2023 and started four of their remaining six games, uh, was subbed in for one and on the bench for the other. So, uh, again, another player who has come back in recently, and we have to consider him a likely candidate because he's been starting. Uh, he actually did play for the Netherlands uh, uh, underage teams, although I believe he was born uh, in Iraq. Okay, Zidane Iqbal uh, has been with the team since 2022 with four caps. He's just uh, 20 years old. And uh, Zidane Iqbal plays for Utrecht in the Netherlands, but he was actually with uh, Manchester United uh, in England, although he didn't play any games in his two years with them from 2021 to 2023, and um, he got his first cap in January 2022. He only started one of the remaining 20 games, but he was also subbed in for three and on the bench for one. He was injured for two, but not selected for 12, uh, but injured for the last two games. So uh, we think he might be part of the plans, especially given his good club affiliations there. Zidane Iqbal, a possible candidate. Uh, next is Ahmed Ali. So he's brand new to the team since October 2023. Uh, so, and he started both of their games in October 2023. He plays for Rouen in France and has been with uh, French teams for uh, quite a while, actually. Um, so Ahmed Ali possibly making his way into the squad. So we can see... Um, uh, a bit of confusion amongst these uh, new players, uh, replacing players who had been on the squad, and a good example of what we talked about at the beginning. Uh, but anyway, let's go back and look at the uh, position of uh, defensive and central midfielders. So uh, it's always two players in the middle of the field there, uh, no matter which formation uh, uh, it is. And the position is actually quite stable here with a rotation of the three players, the defensive midfielder Amjad Atwan and the two central midfielders Alamari and Rashid. And then we also have the uh, ubiquitous Bayash uh, coming in from time to time and playing in this position. So one of the more stable positions uh, uh, on the squad where we see familiar names. Okay, we'll move over to uh, left midfielders. And actually, the um, 
the uh, formations they play don't require a left midfielder. If you think of a 4-2-1-3, uh, you just have the two central midfielders and then uh, two uh, a, a left attacking and right attacking midfielders. So um, uh, it's, it's not a position that used. Nevertheless, we do have a couple of players coded in this position, and so we look at them. Uh, the first one is Hussein Ali, who is actually a likely candidate. And then, uh, well, we have another candidate, Ali Hosnan, but he hasn't uh, been with the team since March 2022, so uh, we won't put him on the list there. Uh, so let's take a look at Hussein Ali, and he has been with the team since 2017 and has 51 caps and six goals. And he was part of the Asian Cup squad in 2019. He was a starter uh, in that tournament. Uh, even though he missed the last two matches in October, we still think he's a likely candidate. Uh, and then we should point out that he plays as a left attacking midfielder and also as a right attacking midfielder. In fact, uh, appears more on the right side over the last two years than on the left side. Um, so maybe the uh, coding needs to be changed there. Um, but uh, anyway, Hussein Ali, a likely candidate to make the squad. For right midfielders, we have no players coded as right midfielders. And so we move on to players coded as left wingers. And uh, we have uh, three portable candidates here. Uh, the first one is uh, Danilo Al Said. The second is Ahmed Farhan. And the third is Ali Haider. And uh, we also have some um, possible but unlikely candidates that I am going to... Uh, uh, no, I'm not going to put on the list. Uh, one of them is veteran Humam Tariq. Uh, but he's only been called up once as a sub, uh, as a substitute since late 2021. So uh, he doesn't look like he's going to factor in here. Uh, we will put Hussein Jabbar on the list, though. Uh, he was quite involved with the team, uh, but is one of those players who was not selected for the last six matches. So um, given that, he seems unlikely, but it is possible that he uh, could come back into the team. Let's look at the three portable candidates then. Danilo Alatid is new to the team. Um, we've seen a few players who got their first cap just recently in October, and he started one of their two remaining games and subbed in uh, for the other. So uh, we have to put him as a possible candidate. Danilo Al-Said uh, is another of the players born in Sweden. And he did play for a couple of clubs in Sweden, but he's now with a club, uh, Sandefjord in Norway. Uh, the next one is Ahmed Farhan. So... Um, he returned after a 12-month absence in March 2023 and didn't start any games, but he was subbed in for three and on the bench for two. Uh, so fact, uh, featured in, in five of the last six games, uh, but only as a sub at best. So uh, uh, we don't expect to see him starting. Finally, we have Ali Haider, and he is uh, brand new uh, to the squad, just like Danilo Al-Said. And he um, is just 18 years old. And he is, um, interestingly, with the uh, Stoke in England with their under-18 squad. Uh, so it looks like they brought him in to, to try him out. He got his first appearance there in October then and didn't start uh, either of the two remaining games, but he was on the bench for, for both. So perhaps more of a candidate for the future, Ali Haider. And... Uh, um, very young okay and that's it for left wingers but uh, um, let's look at the position and we'll see that actually none of these players uh, really uh, are the starting left wingers uh, whether the formation demands a left winger or a left attacking midfielder uh, that's what we're talking about here kind of the upper left quadrant of the field and this one has really been um, undecided it's been a different player uh, over all 12 games in 2023 and moreover it's been a right winger or attacking midfielder 
uh, more than the left winger players that are listed here. So I think a couple of these players uh, did appear there once, uh, but uh, other players seem to be occupying the position. So um, the left midfielder who we just introduced, Hussein Ali, uh, probably is the one who played the position a few times, uh, uh, played the position uh, more often over the last two years from 2022. Uh, and uh, uh, Bayesh uh, pops up here as he does everywhere. Uh, so I would say for now it looks like Hussein Ali um, seems to be the, the main uh, candidate. Although, as I said, it's very much uh, uh, unclear. Okay, uh, moving over to the uh, right wing. Uh, it's a similar situation. We have one possible candidate, uh, Ali Jassim, who I think has started a couple of times there, but um, we'll get to that. Uh, and then we have uh, three possible but unlikely candidates, uh, and I'll just go through them quickly. Uh, Shirko Karim uh, was actually called up quite steadily, but then not selected for the last six games, so we have to consider him unlikely. Um, also unlikely, Andre Al-Sanati. Uh, he was actually new uh, since June 2023, and he was um, selected for the squad for five games, but then not for the last two games. So um, he just has the one cap, uh, so we consider him possible but unlikely. He's also a Swedish-born player. And uh, finally, we have Hassan Abdul Karim. Uh, who uh, is of the category of players who were called up quite steadily and then not selected for the last six games. So um, we do think um, uh, some of those players can make a comeback, uh, but we have to consider them unlikely, having not been selected for the last six games. So, uh, you know, the main candidate here uh, is at the portable level, Ali Jassim. And uh, he himself has just uh, been with the team since 2022, and he has two caps and is 19 years old. He got his first cap in uh, October of uh, 2023, and he started both of the remaining games. So um, whether that heralds a change or not, uh, I mean, it could. They're obviously looking for a starting right winger because right now they're using... Uh, out-of-position players. Uh, well, actually, um, Bayesh, um, uh, Ibrahim Bayesh is, is coded as a right-winger, uh, and he does play as a right-winger, but he also plays in a lot of other positions. So uh, my thinking is they would prefer to use uh, Bayesh as a uh, a kind of a roving midfielder and, and at least have one main candidate in this position. Uh, but they seem to be searching for one, uh, but not finding them because uh, uh, none of these players um, have really nailed down the position. And it's often being played by Ismail Bayesh or by the left uh, midfielder, Hussein Ali. Uh, they seem to be the starters in this position for the most part. So again, uh, some confusion there on the right wing. Okay, let's move to, uh, or I should say, on the right wing or left or right attacking midfield. Uh, and speaking of attacking midfield, we look at two uh, players coded as attacking midfielders as we begin to look at the forward line. And we have a likely candidate in Bashar Resen. Bashar Resen. And um, we do have a couple of players who seem to be off the squad. I'll just mention one of them, uh, Kevin uh, Jakob, uh, another player born in Sweden and playing for AGF Aarhus in Denmark. And uh, um, uh, he's out with a cruciate ligament injury. So what, what, whatever chance he had of making the squad uh, is gone because he's out until June 2024 with uh, an injury. So we only have uh, Bashar Rassam as a as a main candidate here, and uh, he's been with the team since 2014 with 58 caps and two goals, and he plays in Qatar, and he was on the squad for the 2019 Asian Cup uh, there. 
but he too was absent from the team, if you recall. I said uh, inconsistently inconsistent. So one of the players who is kind of on for a long time and then off for a long time. He returned after a 15-month absence in June 2023 and started four of their remaining five games and was subbed in for the other ones. So uh, very uh, much a part of the team over the last six games is Bashar Resen, and um, has a long history with the team, but was off, as we saw, uh, for a while. So Bashar Resen uh, sometimes plays as a left or right attacking midfielder, uh, has been seen in those positions, but is more often a central attacking midfielder, uh, Bashar Resen. And uh, given, yes, uh, uh, so hard to say if he's going to be a starter because uh, he's only done so very recently. Uh, secondary strikers, we have no players coded of that, so we move on to the actual uh, forwards, kind of center forwards. And we have a, a definite candidate in Ayman Hussein. Ayman Hussein is their main forward. And uh, we have the returning Mohammed Ali as a likely candidate. And then we have three possible candidates, Amin Al-Hamawi and uh, uh, Pashang Abdullah and Ali Al-Hamadi, uh, three possible candidates. And then um, yet another player who was kind of, uh, you know, involved with the squad, I would say Allah Abbas was in and out of the squad. Uh, but then not selected for the last six matches. So uh, we have him as possible but unlikely, and we won't uh, introduce him further than that. And um, we also have uh, possible but unlikely Asso Rostam, and he too uh, regularly called up uh, but not selected for the last five games. Uh, if he was called up, though, it was as a substitute uh, or on the bench. But again, missing for the last five matches. So let's take a look at our uh, our main candidate, Ayman Hussein. So uh, he couldn't be much more of a uh, definite candidate here. Uh, Ayman Hussein has been with the team since 2015 and has 66 caps, uh, 17 goals, which is not um, uh, that impressive a production. Uh, he was on the roster for the 2019 Asian Cup, but he didn't see any action in that cup. However, over the past two years, Ayman Hussein has started 16 of their 21 games, and he was subbed in for four, uh, so only one match that he wasn't selected for, and that was the first one in 2022. So as I say, uh, couldn't be uh, more of a certain candidate. Uh, Next, we have a likely candidate, Mohanad Ali, who actually impressed me quite a bit in 2019. He has 39 caps and a much higher production rate of 17 goals, and he's still only 23 years old. Uh, he plays in Qatar and has played in Greece and uh, Portugal as well. Um, Where am I at with him? Okay, he returned uh, despite his good performance in 2019. He was off the team for a while, uh, returned after a two-year absence. Uh, in truth, he was injured for the uh, first year of that two-year absence. Uh, but he returned in October 2023, uh, so just recently, uh, to start one of their remaining two games, and he was subbed in for the other. So I'm kind of hoping he will... Uh, uh, come back into the team. As I said, he was good in the 2019 Asian Cup, got two of their six goals there, and uh, uh, had some uh, pretty impressive moments. So, Mohammed Ali. Uh, and next, the three possible candidates, uh, Amin Al-Hamawi. So, he got his first cap uh, recently in September 2023, and started one of their remaining four games, and then he was subbed in for one, but not selected for the last two matches. So, kind of uh, just uh, maybe tried out. Uh, he's another player who uh, is connected with Sweden. He, he plays for Helsingborg in Sweden, although I don't think he was born in Sweden. Uh, Pashang Abdullah is our next possible candidate. He got his first cap in June of 2023 and also started one 
game, one of their remaining five games, he was subbed in for one and on the bench for one, but then not selected for the last two matches, just like Amin Al-Hamawi. So we can only put him as a possible candidate here, Pashang Abdullah. And finally, uh, our last possible candidate is Ali Al-Hamadi. And um, he returned after a 12-month absence in March 2023, uh, so just like Pashang Abdullah there. Uh, but he started two of their remaining games, and he was subbed in for two and on the bench for one. So uh, he seems a bit more likely than the other, so I'm actually going to move him uh, up in the list to the top spot of the possible candidates. And uh, Ali Al-Hamadi uh, plays for Wimbledon uh, in England. Uh, he's just 21 years old. So uh, he returned from an absence and was selected to the... Uh, uh, selected for five of the last six games. And yes, maybe I should have made it clear that he was uh, on the team prior, uh, uh, prior to 2022. Uh, unlike the other two candidates here. Okay, and that is the end of the forward. So I'll move on to closing thoughts. This was a pretty tough uh, media cast to do uh, because of all the confusion. Again, uh, players who had been regularly on the squad uh, suddenly not appearing for the last five or six games or players coming into the squad in the last five or six games or in several cases just the last two games who... Um, you know, uh, making uh, a bid to be on the squad. So in that uh, case, we have almost double the number of candidates uh, with the ones who who uh, have gone and the ones who have come in. And it's very difficult for us to, to know whether they, um, uh, which of those kind of two classes of players uh, the manager will go with. So uh, it'll be interesting to look at the November games uh, to see whether those newcomers will continue. And we do uh, furthermore see that that's uh, a broader pattern for Iraq. I called it inconsistently inconsistent uh, of players kind of being on the team for a chunk of time and then being off the team for a chunk of time. Uh, uh, that kind of uh, seems to be their uh, mod modus operandi. Okay, let's preview part two, and uh, in part two, we're going to look at any notable non-selections. Maybe we've looked at some of them today, uh, players who've been off the team for the last six games who were on it for uh, quite a while before. But anyway, any of the definite or likely candidates that we have here who are not selected, uh, we'll, we'll talk about in the part two. Uh, any surprise inclusions, which would be... Uh, possible but unlikely players, and I think there will be a few of those who will be brought back into the squad. Uh, any who were uh, seemingly off the squad, and possibly some that we, we have in our files but didn't mention here because they haven't been involved, uh, we will talk about those surprise inclusions. Uh, any new players? We saw a bunch of new players in October 2023, so I'm guessing we'll see at least a couple uh, in November and any friendlies they play toward the tournament. Uh, we will talk about them. And finally, we'll give an update on injuries. So we already have uh, Kevin Jakob as a long-time injury uh, who, uh, whose injury will extend into the Cup. Um, but uh, because we'll be closer to the Cup uh, when we do Part 2, uh, we'll be able to update kind of uh, more accurately uh, players who would be injured. All right, that brings us to the end of Iraq. We originally planned to tag on our past, present, and future plans for the media cast, but we have instead decided to put a link to that 10-minute video in the show notes. It covers what we're working on and what we plan to do over the next nine months. I'd like to thank Navur Abacham and Pixabay for the wonderful music you hear in this media cast. The title is called Arabic Trap.